back to Through a Queer Lens, y'all. My name is Janelle Alvarez, and I am excited to debrief what last week was and how it feels right now in this moment on this beautiful Monday, first Monday, to really say loud and proud that Biden and Kamala Harris are our elect president and vice president. Y'all, oh man, I, I wish I could play the song right now that Kamala played as she um, entered the stage in Delaware when they gave their first speech as elect president and vice president. Man, that Mary J. Blige song. Oh, my God. How just fitting and how beautiful it was to see her in her glory and to see her be represented because representation matters, y'all. I, I Like, listen, I'm going to just start. Saturday morning, 11, 11.30, and I see in my, in my group chat for work saying Biden won, Biden won. And I was like, wait, hold on. I go and check Google, and I cross-reference uh, New York Times because I've been doing that for the past week. And so I just want to make sure this is real before I celebrate and, and, and hopefully not get too ahead of myself. And then my girlfriend calls me and was like, yo, this is legit check Google, refresh your page, and man, I just screamed, screamed, F you, Trump, and just started crying my eyes out. Just, yo, I just, I just lost it, and then I just like, what really made me break down, aside from the fact that we can finally say, you're about to lose your job, ah, 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 yes, yes. But also, bye-bye, bye, like right now, today, tomorrow, just go. Aside from that, what made me really just break down and I just couldn't stop crying on Saturday was, I, yo, not just first woman, nope. Not just first Asian woman, nope. But first black woman in that house, y'all, man. It just, I, I, mm, I just feel emotional in this moment again because I just, I just, I can't believe it in the sense of like, I can't believe that I, I get to witness this and be a part of this and to see her speech, oh my gosh, when she came out in the white suit and the Mary J. Blythe song and I'm just like, yo, this is like, truly a dream of what I am watching right now and it, it was just amazing and everything she said was what I've needed to hear I think we've needed to hear as a society and listen if you're listening and you are disagreeing in this moment <laughs> what side of history are you on y'all I've said that before on this podcast push yourself into thinking about why it is that you feel some type of way about what I am saying or what the majority is saying it is man New York City all cities throughout the country specifically New York City were just celebrating on the streets and oh man neighborhoods my neighbors were yelling I was yelling it was just a beautiful moment and y'all like, it was beautiful this weekend. Sunny, like, sunny, hot t-shirt weather. And this was given to us on Saturday around 11.30. Like, wow, man. It was just, it was everything. And the reason why I'm still, like, <laughs> emotional about it is because it just feels so, so good. 
to be even more hopeful again. The Kamala's, man, if you haven't seen her speech uh, from this weekend uh, in Delaware at the Chase uh, Center, man, it was, an, it was incredible because the, the representation, I just, I can't get over it of like to, to see her shine and man, it just, it makes me so happy because she's the first. And then as she said, she may be the first, but she certainly won't be the last. And just saying that and seeing that makes me just so emotional in the best possible way. And it just drives me to, to look forward to even more uh, uh, for the work that I am doing as an educator. And, and speaking of education, y'all, we have a legit educator in the White House, Jill Biden, has doctorates in her in education, has been a teacher. Like, yo, it is wow. When when Biden said and 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 named it for us, like, hey, educators, like we have one in the house, and like, oh my God, like this is your moment, and I'm just like, what? I didn't even think of that. Like, I, there's just, I'm just, there's just so many emotions that came at me on at, on Saturday of of just all of the wins, and then here here is the big piece to the speeches on Saturday between Biden and Harris. When Biden, at one point in the middle of his speech, talking about being here for the American people, for all people, I can't remember the whole sentence, y'all. So don't quote me on it, but part of the sentence that he said was transgender and gay Americans. Y'all, I never, I, like, I could cry right now. I, I never thought in my life I would ever hear someone say that on national television. Like, on the day they are, like, it's, it's set, like, elected. Like, I, I just, I'm, I'm in awe right now just thinking back to it because it's, man, 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 to be queer right now, to be a woman right now, to be a woman of color, like, it is, it is such a great feeling to, to, to see Biden win, and to see Harris win, and to see them both shine, and talk to us about unity, about truth, and about hope, and that is, like, those three words have truly ha been stuck with me ever since, because man, it's been difficult. Like I, I remember how 2016 felt and how hard it was to go into work that day to try to bring hope to students um, and to the people around me when I felt so low and so hopeless for the first time in my life. And to, to have people in office who represent me and, and people like me it's it, it's just groundbreaking and that's why i said in my last podcast y'all this was truly an election about human rights now more than ever was more evident that this is what it was and and to choose against it and to give these excuses as to why not biden and why not harris i don't want to hear it with all due respect because i'll say this like i, I feel like i said it in my other po uh, episode but i will say it here again you can't sit here and say you love me when you vote for people or support people who want to get rid of me. 
or want to get, pe- get rid of people like me. Period. You can't. You can't do it. Doesn't exist. I don't want to hear it with all due respect because I don't hear the logic. I don't. I, I, there's not going to be a logic to that when we're talking about basic human rights. So y'all, I'm I'm just super, super excited to 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 be here and to, and to move forward. And so then the question here is to to be talking with you all. And I'm hoping uh, you have thought about this. And if not, here it goes. We have our people. We have Joe. We have Kamala. Now what? Because there is still work to be done, y'all. There truly, truly is so much work. And as Kamala said it in her speech on Saturday, it is going to be difficult. It is going to be very difficult. But we can do it. We can do it. And I'm going to quote uh, another human being who I work with, y'all, Miss Mrs. Charmaine Lewis, who, um, who has said in our building, we can do hard things. And, and I truly believe it now more than ever. And so I ask you to think about what, what are you doing to, to move forward in, in this positive way or in this aggressive positive way because there's so much work to be done. And I, I believe that we have, I think, have made it to a point where we have shown each other what it truly means to be united or to strive for that unity at least. Because we know, th- we listen, we know who's had those Trump signs on their lawns. We've seen it. We've driven by it. We've seen the post. We've, we've met people or have discovered people in our own circle who, who are leaning more towards that. And we know they're there. But this is our time. And so what are you going to do in this moment to still not just be on the right side of history, but to be a part of the revolution? My revolution is education. My revolution is photography. My revolution is this space and creating safe spaces for specifically our LGBTQ youth because we are not seen enough. We are not heard enough. But on Saturday, our 46th president named us, sees us, and I'm excited. I'm excited and I'm driven to, to, to move forward. And I, I don't know, I feel like, a little more, uh, like my mind is feels a little more clear about what is important. And like one of the things I said to myself on Saturday was, man, teaching is hard. Don't get me wrong. Teaching in this remote world is so difficult. I, I do not feel successful in it um, for many different reasons. It's, it's just heartbreaking to, to, to go from Monday to Friday and at least once a day someone's having Wi-Fi issues uh, someone's having computer issues, and there is almost nothing I can do about that. Like, it hurts. And and on Saturday, it's like, not that none of it mattered, but I wasn't sweating it like I had been. I felt like, I don't know, things just made sense and that I'm exactly where I need to be to make the impact that I seek to, to make. I mean, education is just, uh, it's always been a part of me, y'all. And don't get me wrong, I I love photographing weddings and I love photographing couples, specifically couples uh, um, within my LGBTQ community. But, man, there's just something about education. And and the reason why I say that is because, you know, last week on Wednesday, a student asked me a question that truly stumped me. And the question was, you know, uh, he said, Miss Alvarez, 
um, is there a better way to vote? Like, is this really the best voting system that we have? Or is there another way, uh, another type of voting system that we, that could exist to create more justice? Or is there a better, is there a more just voting system? It was something around the lines of that. And I just like paused. I, I was stuck because, and I said to him, no matter what the system is and how we vote, the issues that we have here, the social issues that we have here, to me, in my opinion, still begin with our education system. I think one of the most oppressive systems that we have is the lack of clarity on education. And I'll say this again. It is 2020, about to be 2021. We are considered so advanced compared to many other countries, okay? And we have all of these different outlets, all of these different ways in which to connect and, um, and reach people and engage with people. Yet, here in 2020, not a single state is aligned. We have 50 states here, and we all do not follow the same standards. Think about that. Because to me, if we want to continue to see more people like Kamala Harris in office, like uh, AOC in office, like all of our queer and African-American and Latinx people in the Senate, in the legislature, in, in, in government overall, if we want to continue to see that, to me it starts with fixing our education system. Why is it that the South specifically teaches completely different standards than the northern states. When I can just drive to North Carolina in about between 10 to 13 hours, why is it that so? Why? Let's push aside the obvious and the reality that we know that our uh, schools are not funded in the same way based on the zip codes, right? Like not every zip code is treated in the same way. We know that. But why are we not aligned as a country when it comes to our education? We need to be aligned. And to me, one of the things I said and I stand by is, aside from the fact that we have so much work to do to in order to put the right people in place, in power, that not only really understand the majority, but who actually value the majority, once you have them in office, I truly believe we can get into a place where we can stop almost worshiping these old white imperialist documents. That's all it is. Why is it that it's 22? You ever think about that, y'all? Like, come on. I know I'm getting deep here for our Monday morning, but that's all right. Because we got to think about stuff like this. And this is just stuff I think about on the regular. And I just need, I need to share it here because I hope I'm not alone in this thought. But think about it. And listen, I know that's a stretch, right? I know that's a stretch. And I know that there are many people around our country who are striving to get to that place where we can truly change the status quo. Like, listen, <laughs> Stacey Abrams, Lord, uh, like I'm, if it, 800,000, 800,000 people that she got to register to vote. Remarkable. And look, within a couple of days, 
like Georgia went from red for most of last week to then blue. Like it's just incredible. And like I was watching a uh, an interview of her somewhere on Instagram or something, and it was something about like what she like. I guess it was a question asking her like what 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 does she hope to do, and she hopes to just be perceived as someone who is kind and 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 there for 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 people the majority and it's just like such a simplistic thing that i think we as a as a society often forget i i truly believe that we're still in a place that it is a lot easier for us a, as as human beings to to hate than to understand notice how i didn't say the word love there's the, there's a fine line there y'all i think we are still in this bubble of just judgment and hating and not seeking to understand. Because when you can seek to understand, I believe you get to a place where you can seek uh, or you can open your, your mind and your heart and your soul to, to love and to joy and to happiness. And, and you know, let's see. This is, this is a huge step in the right direction, and I'm just so excited to, to see what happens. And I'm not even going to uh, allow myself to, ch to even dwell on the, what's going to happen with this whole um, it's going to go to court and, you know, Trump wants to sue and all this stuff. And I, I'm just like, the only thing I'm going to say on that is this, sir, or anybody who follows him. You want to talk about lawsuits? Really? You <laughs> sit down. Boy, sit down. Don't even. Don't. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You have too many things open for you. Your file is over. It, like, it's, it's been open. Stop it. Just sit down. Stop it. But I digress, y'all. We're, 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 we're moving in the right direction, and I'm, I'm excited uh, for this next chapter in our country. And, and let's see what, see what happens, y'all. And so, listen, I hope that y'all have a good week and, and think about what it is that you're doing again to, to drive yourself into a direction uh, of, of positive impact, if not impacting the lives of others, impacting um, your day-to-day -day and the people in your circle. I, I truly believe, I, I don't know what it is, but I, 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 man, hear me out for a second. Just hear me out. Hear me out. I truly believe that every single person here is meant for great things. I just think that for such a long time, we have been fed so many lies as children, especially in education and in schools, that there is a set way of doing things in this life, right? Like, I'm sure, and, and you know, uh, snap it up for me in this moment if you've heard this, but, you know, I, I grew up in being told that, yes, four-year college, yes, career, um, and, and then you're going to be successful, but you have to do it in this way and you have to do it well. And then on top of that, being a Latina, my mom would always tell me, listen, you should always, you need a backup. You need to do, you need to have something, you need to do more than the person next to you. So if you're going, if the person next to you is going for that one degree, listen, go for the second one. Like you got to keep growing in that because it's going to open more doors, etc. And so, but there's many different ways in which to approach this life, and we need to tap into our creativity and into our passions into uh, in, in order to do the things that we love to do. Because I don't know about you, but for so many different reasons, I have always felt like I, I am essentially not enough and that I can never do this well enough or can never um, 
play sports as well as my brothers or I can never um, achieve great things in education as, as my brothers could. And, and they, growing up, they were just what was called, I guess, book smart. And I was just there like, man, I really got to try harder because I don't know why I'm not getting this. But the point is, is that um, it wasn't until like finishing undergrad and teaching in the network that I am in right now, KIPP New Jersey, that I was able to be around people who started believing in me and pushing me not just to be a better teacher, but pushing me to believe in myself. And I think part of why I felt it's been so difficult to feel like enough and anything that I did is be is added to these uh, quote-unquote traditional but sexist lies being told uh, growing up. And, and remember, I went to a Catholic uh, middle school, and the way they treated us based on gender, it, 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 it's just like, man, I can't believe that was allowed. Like, I remember there was a nun who like got so angry with me because I was carrying the crate of like milk for the after I was in the school program because my mom worked in the city so you know whatever and so I'm there trying to carry the crate of milk and I was doing it successfully and she got so mad at me and made me feel so bad because I was doing that and said to me you need to wait to let a boy pick this up and it's tiny moments like that that truly impact how I felt about myself. And I'm at a point in my life where, don't get me wrong, y'all, I don't have everything figured out. Come on now. <laughs> Do you hear me when I speak? I don't have everything figured out. And, th and one, that's okay. But two, I'm in a place where I recognize, or I'm starting to recognize why uh, the reasons behind my actions, the reasons behind my thinking specifically, and I'm trying very hard to uh, essentially get rid of that but more importantly, when it comes to me being a teacher, I try very hard every single day to, if, if there's, listen, if there's anything kids walk away with at the end of my class, I just hope, hope that they feel seen, that they feel that their voice matters, and that they feel and, and get to a place where it is your choice to believe in whatever it is that you believe in. But hey, believe in what makes sense to you and what makes you happy. And, and like strive for that. Because there are, man, there, this class I'm teaching right now, uh, class of 2024, they're hilarious. They're hilarious, y'all. They're just, they're, their work ethic is incredible with this pandemic. And they just make me laugh every day. And I miss that so much from when this pandemic started in March. And I see their faces, though. It's hard. It is hard, man. This Zoom fatigue is, is real. And there's so many mixed messages. And, mi and messages I'm not aware of, right? But what I hope is that they learn to, to be truly believe in themselves. And that sounds cliche. But if you ask me, y'all, isn't what we say is cliche, the most real truth to us as a people? Come on now. Think about all the cliche statements that we know of, that we as people has have named to be cliche. But it's the truth, and we need to take steps into 
believing in that and trusting in that and and getting into a place where we can and uh, trust ourselves and believe in ourselves um and that's difficult but part of why i love being in education is it's truly an example of uh, or really the opportunity to to bring unity or to strive towards unity and one of the first things i said in uh freshman orientation uh this past august to to the ninth grade was that in order to break down these systems of oppression that have existed long before every single one of us have been born we need to work towards unity within us as a as a school as a grade because when we can strive for that, it's difficult, y'all. Relationships are difficult. Come on now. Come on. Very difficult. Because human beings are complex. That's okay, though. The important thing is that you are pushing yourself to strive to be better for yourself and to be better for the people around you. Because all of that adds to the the, the, the greater call or essentially like the the greater goal. Which to me is for all of us to live a life that is truly just and live a life that is joyous. And something that I thought about in uh, one of my lessons last week, we were, we were diving into Greek philosophy, specifically, um, I believe it was Plato and Hippocrates or, and Socrates, you know, all the E's <laughs> in there. Um, but I forget which text it was uh, that one of the philosophers were talking about this concept of happiness. And I just ended up asking kids, to think about that, like, not to answer it right now, but what does it mean to be happy? What does it mean to be successful? Because then I also thought about, like, what does it mean to love and to, to love others and to love yourself, you know? And uh, that can look different for different people, or arguably all of us, because you can't quantify a feeling you know, we quantify all these things that happen in our entire world. However, when it comes to emotion, I, I have yet to see a essentially a data point about what that really means, you know. Um, but, hey, it's okay if we can't define that for, for, for all people because maybe the point is to be able to find it for ourselves. But, hey, that's what makes this moment and this uh, this job of mine uh, really interesting because I get to study history and restudy certain parts of our history over and over again and it opens up these kinds of questions that I'm just still so curious about. One of the main reasons why I still love to teach and specifically teach history is because to Socrates' point, it is more than okay to question specifically question authority. And he embraced this concept of curiosity to his students. And I only hope to do that as well and, and whatever makes sense for, for us to do that. But, you know, we've specifically women have been taught to stay silent, which is why when people say I'm too loud, man, I get louder because it's disrespectful to, to say that to me or I take offense because I spent too much of my life feeling like, yeah, maybe I am too loud. Maybe I do need to stop talking. Or maybe my opinions shouldn't be shared here. And I'm in a place where I'm so on the opposite side of those feelings. 
where I I embrace my voice. And it's scary, y'all. It's still very scary to, to talk out loud, uh, whether I'm in class or when I, whether I'm talking to adults, because adults are complex. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But you know what? I got to continue to push through that uh, discomfort. And when we push ourselves to be uncomfortable, we truly grow in ways that we weren't even aware of. And so if anything resonated with you today, um, I please, please leave a comment. Leave an honest rating because this is the space for you all. I just want to continue to, to have these real conversations that too many people are still so afraid of having. So afraid of having. And I only hope that you use that unfortunate truth to push yourself to speak even louder. Whether it's in your opinions or it is in your volume. Because if they feel uncomfortable about what you are saying, that means you're doing the work. And you're doing the best work and the right work. Because you know what? It's a shame that we still have people who who go to the steps of putting people down uh, for speaking because they feel uncomfortable. Listen, Kamala Harris quoted John Lewis and referenced John Lewis for a reason. One of the key things that he said in his lifetime that has stuck with me till this day is, do not get lost in a sea of despair. Be hopeful. Be optimistic. Our struggle is not the struggle of a day, a week, a month, or a year. It is the struggle of a lifetime. Never, ever be afraid to make some noise and get in good trouble, necessary trouble. John Lewis, the late and great John Lewis. Y'all, that ends our time here for today. I truly hope that you are in a better headspace today um, and think about what are your goals for this week. Uh, it's a brand new week, uh, a week of opportunities, endless opportunities. And listen, y'all, we have so much work to do. This is our time to shine and our time to shine in with proper leadership and proper uh, direction from great human beings. And so let's see what happens. But regardless of what the results are going to be, we have work to do. And so use this positive results in your favor to motivate you uh, to do the work that you do on the regular. But y'all, it truly has been real. This is Through a Queer Lens. Remember that we post every Monday morning on Apple and Spotify. Please leave a comment. Please leave a rating. I care about your thoughts. I care about your opinions because this is the safe space for you to be able to feel some type of hope, to be able to feel some type of positive energy and to help you with your days. And so, good people, have a good one, y'all. Bye.